0: Welcome back to another podcast on the deception of fear. And I started off yesterday kind of explaining uh, the devastating effects of fear and how, you know, if we allow fear to take us over, what can happen? Well, we can be afraid of a lot of things, and fear is extremely deceptive. And as we walk through an era that is entirely different than maybe we've been used to in the past, there are a lot of things to be fearful of, things we've never encountered before. Fear of of change, fear of those who are different than us, fear of what could happen, fear of what might happen if we don't take action, fear if we do take action, fear Of risk-taking opportunities, possibly wonderful new opportunities you could be taking right now. Fear of of growth, because sometimes growth is painful. Sometimes growth is difficult. Uh, Fear of learning we might be wrong about something. Maybe something we've stood for our entire lives. Something that we've been taught since as long as we can remember. Fear of having to admit that maybe we misunderstood someone or we didn't interpret something the right way. And we may lose our sense of core values or, or well-being if we decide that we have to confess that maybe we were wrong. You know, And, and this is really true on all fronts. This is not pointing at any specific issue or, or, or concern that's going on in today's society. It's just a natural fact. That, that we don't want to admit, and, and sometimes we wrap our value in the fact that we can't be wrong. And so we're afraid to admit we could be wrong about somebody or something, or maybe a circumstance that happened to you, or maybe uh, something that you stood for and you found out it wasn't right. And I see happening to people I have my whole life. Their world crumbles around them when they realize that something they believed in is, is no, now no longer of any value. And, and maybe they've been lied to. And, and these are all things that are, are, you know, they're complicated, but yet they're not. In terms of it's a decision, okay? It's just a decision that you've got to make to move past that fear and to decide, to face that fear head on. You know, uh, there was a, a famous quote, uh, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. You know, fear is normal. We all feel it. In fact, it's fear that, that can actually help us learn to avoid dangerous situations. Fear can protect us. But sometimes we become, a, a, become afraid of, of, of the feeling that brings the fear. Sometimes we the very same symptoms that can help us or save our lives or, or push us through a change that we need to make or make us anxious and make us Fearful. Is, is the very thing that is stopping us from moving to the next level. A major aspect of anxiety is the tendency to develop a fear of fear. In other words, we become afraid when we have feelings which we attribute to anxiety or fear, no matter what the reason. In this case, not only do we try to avoid the fearful situation that has started these feelings in the first place, but the feeling of fear also becomes something we want to try to avoid. This is the basis of anxiety and panic attacks, the fear of fear. So, clinically speaking, what is a panic attack? Well, it's an intense feeling of fear that results in a surge of adrenaline in our bodies. Now, we all know that when we're in fear or stress, we release adrenaline and cortisol. And as you know, cortisol can paralyze the frontal cortex of the brain, and adrenaline Adrenaline is a hormone that's released by the adrenal gland, gland, and it's perfectly normal to have an adrenaline surge. And that adrenaline can make us feel like we're invincible or we have this incredible power within us that we didn't really notice before. And, and you know, it, it shows up in different situations, either in fear or life-threatening or stress. and something that's, that's particularly demanding or, or exciting. So for those who are interested in sports and athletes, you know oftentimes they're told to bring that on because it will help them to perform better if they have that adrenaline rush they they manage it from a different way though using a different perception rather than being frightened by it they use it as an accelerator so really it does boil down to perception whether you're an athlete or you're not an athlete okay and what it does is it allows airways and blood vessels to dilate which results in more oxygen being sent to the brain Respiratory system and muscles. This helps us feel stronger and more able to function in scary or anxious or exciting situations. Oftentimes when I uh, talk to speakers or I'm coaching them and helping them to perform better, I tell them, look, just make a flip in your mind. The same anxiety that's coming on you that you're afraid of an audience, afraid of speaking, you can flip over in your mind with a different perception that you're excited about sharing and making an impact in the audience. And you'll notice a much better result. So no matter what situation you're in, it's about changing the perceptions. A quick story. A young woman is standing at a curb and steps foot out into the street. All of a sudden a car comes careening past and the driver honks the horn. Loudly and continuously. Frightened, she jumps back up on the curb and waits until the danger has passed. Once the adrenaline surge has subsided, she is once again calm and comfortably steps onto the street and crosses it. The woman does not get frightened about a reaction or the honking because it's normal to have this reaction. Now a few days later, the same woman sitting in a movie theater when a commercial comes on, reminding people to shut off their cell phones and sit quietly and pay attention to where the emergency exits are. And while she's watching the commercial, she starts to wonder which exit she's going to use. Then that thought cascades into another thought and the feeling of butterflies gets into her stomach because she's worried about the exits. Now she's feeling alarmed because she's imagining the commercial didn't cause anyone else any concern. She's the only one concerned with the butterflies in her s- stomach. And she's afraid now that it will turn into an anxiety attack. And then she starts to think, well, what if I start to panic? And and, and this gets her more anxious. And then the woman begins to think that there must be something wrong with her. And then this cascades into more ang- anxious feelings. And, and, and she's thinking that everyone else is staring at her now. And, and they're all normal, but she's just a freak show, right? And this just cascades into more anxiety and more anxiety. And so it's the thinking in her mind, it's the perceptions that she's allowed to run rogue that have got her into this complex. And this is called the circle of fear. Now, I've run out of time today. We're going to get more into this tomorrow. But I want to thank you for joining, encouraging you to join us back on the deceptions of fear. And if you know someone that may be helped by this, please ask them to join. It's Michelle Steffes. Your journey to greatness for routine.